Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host for beginning of the week of Fire on the Earth, the program dedicated to the promotion of Catholic mission and evangelization. Glad you could tune in today. I want to ask your pardon for my, I've got a little bit of a cough cold thing going. I actually feel pretty good. I just sound terrible. But I hope this isn't too obnoxious for you, and uh, hopefully in the next couple of days it'll all clear up. But today is, uh, you know, January 22nd, and we are remembering, you know, the battle for life. You know, this is the anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision. This last week, uh, the March for Life, brothers and sisters were standing for life. And friends, it's uh, as I was praying, thinking about today's show, I thought it would be worthwhile just talking about this topic a little bit and the spiritual battle that's going on at the root of it the you know the battle between life and death you know the old testament says deuteronomy the lord says i set before you life and death blessing and a curse choose life saint paul talks about our battle is not against flesh and blood but principalities and powers and the reality of the power of sin and death is a is a real thing right and death has a a power, a dominion. It, it's a, it's an authority. It has a, a, a way to grab hold of the human mind and the human will. The darkness that sin entraps people into leads them to a position and a posture of living without hope and relying on their own resources and not seeing the light of truth and who God is and be able to see things as they are, but then fall subject to what Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 says, is that's the devil's strategy to enslave the human race through the fear of death. The human race is battling against not only the fact that human beings were going to die and we don't know when we're going to die, but there's more there than just acknowledging, you know, the biological reality, or whatever. There's a spiritual reality that's present that a lot of people in the world obviously deny and they ignore but you can see the results of the spiritual powers that are at work manipulating the power of death to lead people to slavery, to act against their own good, to lead them to have a darkened mind that leads to habit patterns of life that are spiritually and ultimately eternally destructive. So I just saw uh, last week the statistics for 2023. You know, the leading cause of death globally was abortion in 2023. That's not the first time that's happened, but uh, 73 million babies were killed in 2023. It's the leading cause of death in the United States as well, just under a million, if I understand it right, this past year. This just keeps happening every day all over the world, and it goes on and on and on. A few years ago, I looked looked up on Google. Uh, I googled how many babies worldwide have been killed in the womb since the decision was Roe v. Wade decision was made in 73. And the best estimate was somewhere over a billion, over a billion children. And so one of the things we see just increasing, I live in the state of Michigan, and in 2022 there was the battle over, you know, whether, you know, fighting to instantiate in the Constitution the right to abortion with very, like, no limitation on it, pretty much. And you see the desperate way in which human beings fight for, quote-unquote, the right to 
has one one of the documents they produced put out to remove the pregnancy. They call it, instead of saying to kill a baby, but all the euphemisms around it uh, tell us a lot about the battle that's going on in people's own minds and wills, and they don't they're not willing to actually face the truth about it. But but this desperation to say I can't. Somehow we can't be free, we can't be happy, we can't be in control of our lives, which is the is the only way I'll ever be happy, is if I have total control over my life. And, and I don't have control over my life if I can't take the life of the baby that's within me if I want to. It's a deep, deep deception. I'm bringing this up not to pass judgment on everybody in in the situation. It's clearly wrong, you know, for sure. Seriously, seriously wrong. I mostly want to talk about not just the legal reality, but the spiritual reality that's going on. And why does it continue? Even the, the wealthiest countries could provide so much resource, could have other kinds of answers with respect for life. It could be done. But why don't people want it? What are they trapped in? What are they thinking? And part of what's thinking is the, you know, the, the Romans one Pauline understanding of the one of the, maybe the fundamental struggle battle in the human mind and heart is to suppress the truth about God, about God's power, God's design, God's authority, refusing to acknowledge God and to give God thanks. Human beings suppress the truth about God. And when you do that, you're suppressing the truth about reality itself. You make a decision to act as if God doesn't exist. That we're living in a world that there is no God. We're, we're living in a world that we can't fully explain. It's matter in motion. Man is a machine. All that kind of stuff. There's no eternal destiny. There's no spiritual world. That's all present. These kinds of mindsets are present in the culture. And what's left really is just simply human beings fighting against death or take and, and doing that by taking control fully taking control over their own life. So you suppress the truth about God, the Creator. So you suppress the truth about the reality of what's revealed in the creation. What's happening here, we know, in abortion is suppressing the truth about the humanity, the dignity of the child from the moment of conception. There's an intentional blinding that's going on. And it's a consequence of, of refusing, it's, it's got a spiritual, deep spiritual dimension. It's deeply related to not acknowledging God as God. The ground of being, the ground of truth. I'm not my own maker. I'm not my own master. I don't define what reality is on my own, right? I need to receive it with a humble heart. We all know the crises sometimes young women find themselves in or young couples and and they're battling they're afraid they got all kinds of forces working against them in moments like this or just you know fleshly concerns of career and money and all all sorts of things that are present but what's rarely recognized is the spiritual battle that's going on in the midst of it all the lies of the devil the lies of the enemy to heighten people to 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 really a kind of disordered energy in the midst of the crisis moment. It's communicated people to, to heighten the fears, to heighten the anxieties, to to increase the story of the terrible things that are going to happen 
if this baby is taken to term, if I don't, you know, my, my career, my job, my family, humiliation, and they get overwhelmed by it. And it's the lies of the enemy. And what keeps human beings sane in moments like that? What keeps us sane is the fear of the Lord. What keeps us sane is to say, wait a minute, okay, I'm frightened, I'm scared, I want to do some things, I want to act impulsively here, I, I want to get rid of what is this going on in me, and then you stop and you say, okay, take a deep breath. I cannot pretend that this child in me is not a, you know, a human being who has full dignity and I'm responsible for bringing that baby into being. I, I'm responsible for this living person, this child. And I'm tempted to diminish the significance of this child, the, hu- the full humanity, the full dignity of this child over and against all the things I'm stacking up against it. You know, like, well, well, what about my job? What about my freedom? What about my autonomy? Yeah. What about my whatever? is on that side of the argument because I, I don't want to lose control. So, well, you know, I exercise, I mean, a, a humble heart and a heart that fears the Lord says, I can't deny the truth. And that's why scripture is so clear. The truth is what sets you free. This immediate response to killing the child as the solution is seen as an act of freedom, but it's an act of slavery to a darkened mind. You know, the, the, the recent posts have talked a lot about, you know, culture, the culture of death. And a culture of death is when the, you know, culture is the way of life of a people. What we value, what we reward, what we honor, what we defend, things like that. And so this way of life of a people, you can actually move from one that's respecting life fully into sliding into a culture of death. And you know you're in the midst of a culture of death when death itself becomes the solution to the most intractable problems we're experiencing, right? So in the beginning of life, here's an intractable problem. What are you going to do about this unwanted child? Well, kill it. First of all, make sure you don't recognize it as a child because you're a good person. And good people don't do that. So we know it's not a child and all I'm removing. We've heard all those stories, right? Now it's happening at the end of life. You know, that people should take their life or have someone help them take their life. So they're not a burden on other people. And in both cases, there's a blinding to the fact of the reality of the dignity of those human beings and that they were made by God. They belong to God no matter how sick they are or no matter how small they are. They have infinite value, right? And so Pope Benedict XVI described it this way. He said, in a culture of death, what happens is opinion and untruth begin to dominate the culture. He said an entire society can thus fall in from the truth into shared deceit and into a slavery of untruth and of non-being, like not accepting the reality of the being, full being and dignity of that child, for example. He said, when the fear of God that has its proper place at the heart of the love of God no longer holds sway, people lose their standard, their criteria. Fear of man exerts its dominion, domination over them, and there emerges an idolatry of what appears, the crisis of the moment, for example, and thus the door is wide open for every kind of folly, 
what are worshipped are images, the appearances, the prevailing opinion that wins domination over people. And this general perversion, he said, then extends to all fields of society. And what is unnatural becomes normal. The person who lives against truth lives against nature. And he said, people's power of invention no longer serve what is good, but the ingenuity and refinement of evil. The relationship between man and wife, between parents and children is dissolved. And in this way, the sources of life are blocked up. It's, it is no longer life that reigns, but death. And a civilization of death has become established. He's really diagnosing the fundamental realities that are underneath this, this crisis, this horrible problem that's global. And the reality is the blindness is so deep, friends, that civilizations pass away. The United States is going to pass away at different times. You know, there's 30 or so civilizations, whenever that, you know, been raised in, in the world throughout history, and most of them are gone. The real gold, the real value, the great significance on the planet, the most valuable thing is human beings. There's a battle going on between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Between over what? They're battling over eternal creatures, those who bear the image of God. This is the real... One child is more valuable than everything we make, every trophy we have, every business we create. Nothing compares to the value, the intrinsic value of that child. And we as the church, we have to continue to trumpet it, to respect it, to do everything we can in this fight, and to help those who are struggling with this problem. God bless you, friends. Have a wonderful day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.